Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Yeah, I'm Nigel. Guy Relford filling in for Hammer. Also live in, live in studio, Mr. Matt Bear, the traffic beast. Matt, uh, Colts, and the Patriots in Germany. 9.30 a.m. kickoff time Sunday morning. Who you got? I'm going to take the Colts because like. I've been right so many times on this show this year. <laughs> um, it's uh, Yeah, I, the Colts have to beat the Patriots because the Patriots aren't any good, and that's just the way it goes. You Would know? it be awesome, guy, if the Colts go into their bye week with a, a second win and lots of time to heal up? Yeah, I think at five hundred. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, damn it, my my plan was to win the three games, start with the Saints, go into the next one, win last week at Carolina, and the next thing you know, we have a winning record going into the bye week. Nobody does. That Saints, that Saints yeah. game was a heartbreaker, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that was such. Oh, uh, not as bad as the Browns game. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. officials basically marched the ball into the end zone and said, <laughs> yeah. "Okay, game's over." I was apoplectic when that happened. Uh, I've learned so much <laughs> mental health and and so many adult ways to live life. I didn't throw yeah. a thing. Didn't throw a damn thing the entire day. By the way, for those of you that yep. don't know, Guy Relford uh, started out uh, his law career working on the helping with the Colts deal to bring them to Indianapolis in a roundabout way. Yeah, right? in a roundabout directly, way. Yeah, yeah, directly. I, I, I was a very, very young lawyer and a very small part of that team. But um, but yeah, I, I was involved in that. But I'll tell you, I'm also emotionally invested any time that the Colts play the Patriots because I've seen the Colts play yeah. in Foxborough. Uh, five times now, oh, I think. Wow. You've and, like physically and, gone? Oh yeah, where I've been there in the stadium, Ooh. and and I got to tell you, people talk about you know going to Oakland to see a game, and you know, boy, you don't want to wear the opposing team's jersey. I've done that. Uh, people talk <laughs> about don't go to Cleveland, don't go to Pittsburgh. I I've done all that. Um, the the most the, the most hostile, physically hostile place I've ever been is Foxborough. Now Gillette, this was Gillette at the height of the Manning era too. I mean, were you there like when Peyton Manning was quarterback? Yeah. Oh yeah, was, I yeah. mean, we're talking about the AFC Championship game, uh, the, the, where uh, he was picked off three times, all by Ty Law, I yeah, think. That was tough. Um, and uh, no, I've, I've been there. I saw, saw us win a Monday night game. Saw us win a Sunday night game. Uh, that was the, the Sunday night game was the awesome game where where, where Harrison had the tip back uh, in the corner of the end zone where yeah, he tipped yeah, the ball yeah. back mm-hmm. to himself. I mean, I, you know, but but you, you you walk out of there feeling like your 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 physical safety is in peril <laughs> uh, because you're a Colts fan in Foxborough. Yeah. So I'm no I'm, I'm emotionally invested with those people. Well, and, uh, I think uh, our sister station 107.5, the fan, their coverage starts early. Early Sunday morning, like at about 6 or 6.30, something crazy. That'll be fun. So, Matt, you sent me this thing about ketamine, and it blew my mind. I didn't even know this was a thing, because you you have to have a prescription for this. It's a painkiller of some sort, but yet it's not regulated at all, and people don't know much about it. Yeah, what? people don't Tell know much about, about it, and that's when these drugs really get into the marketplace and get onto the streets. It's when people don't know much about it. It's ketamine, and, and what it is is it's been around since the 70s, and doctors prescribe it for pain and depression and other things. It is a prescription to drug it is schedule three we just don't have a lot of information which is why it's slowly but surely remember we just went through the opiate crisis i was gonna say what's going to replace those opiates that we're not getting anymore now they're still prescribing the opiates but now we have something else we can sell over here so ketamine seems to be the one that seems to be the drug that is slowly creeping its way 
up into the medical office, into the sales, and that's what's being prescribed right now. And it's a psychedelic, and it is a psychedelic. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 at the same time, doctors are pulling back on opioid prescriptions, severely pulling back. It, they're they're prescribing something that hasn't been entirely vetted and regulated and you said it's been around i don't even know how that's possible since it's been around since the 70s yeah and that's the thing back in 1999 that's when they scheduled three the whole thing they said okay, okay. enough academy but as i'm saying not regulated this is a deal where we don't have information and the doctors are, are, are writing these things and we're trying to get a hold of how this is exactly getting onto the street and coming into the holidays guys that's what i was really worried about is is we're getting into on that time street? of year yeah yeah it's it's on the street it, exactly it, it's just like any other opiate okay. or any other drug you can buy on the street no it, kidding yeah it, and that, that's the problem is it the what about the withdrawals man I, i've had a schedule of, of vicodin after my nose surgery mm-hmm. and uh i came down off that i know you know i didn't really know anything about withdrawals or any sort of painkiller addiction type things and i felt like i had the flu for three days and that was from taking two a day two or three a day um you yeah, can imagine three a day, you know, yeah, brett Favre taking yeah. 20 a day i couldn't imagine the pain well that's what that's what up. brett Favre was addicted to was viking that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. exactly do we know anything about the withdrawals symptoms when you stop taking ketamine uh you're going to need medical attention you're really? going to need help and, and that's, that's just crazy. like um most of the drugs you come off of like painkillers i mean I, I was hooked on opiates in my late 20s you know that was kind of my thing how yeah, many a yeah. day um <laughs> i mean all right, Dad, shut off the radio. 14. <laughs> 14 a day. Okay, see, that's day. what I'm saying. Oh, wow. I can imagine. I mean, I was. I didn't know what was going on. I felt like I had the flu for three days after coming off a, a regimen of three or four a day after my deviated septum surgery and it so i understand it's not it's not because they get you high it's because you're chasing that addiction forms when you're chasing uh the ability not to be sick yeah. right yeah is that, and, is that and that's the thing about uh, why we had such a problem with oxycontin what it was it, that oh, in our plane clinic and, and, and but the thing you can't get that high anymore because you build a tolerance for it it's just like yeah. drinking alcohol yep. you build the tolerance and then when it goes away your body's like okay i have some oh, things boy. to do but it's your mind <laughs> that's like where is that drug and then that's when the, it feels like the alligators are biting your legs and yeah. you get the flu and that's when the withdrawal symptoms come in that's what i learned so much there was sort of a docudrama with michael keaton called dope Sick. Uh, Oh, we've been watching it. And I got to yes. tell you, I learned so much from that. And a lot of the, you know, the underlying um, medical information was that was absolutely correct because I went and looked into it. And and what people, you know, first of all, the, the drug companies hid the real data on how addictive this stuff yep. was. Mm-hmm. They lied to doctors in order to sell as much of this stuff as possible. At one point, the largest privately owned pharmaceutical company in history, Purdue Pharmaceutical, was out pushing all of this. No association with Purdue University, yeah. by the way. And 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 what, what people didn't realize is not only was it addictive, but the kind of addiction that it is, that it's where it, the dope sick part comes from. You, you are in physical pain when you try to stop yep. taking this stuff. Crazy. The, 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 the drug doesn't let you stop taking it and there's like and 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 the and the the process of getting off this stuff was so incredibly painful that a lot of people were committing suicide Ugh. rather than go through yeah, the withdrawal process i mean it was just unbelievable it was so educational for me to, to to watch all of that and then do some independent research on it i was shocked by the whole thing but no wonder so many people are like me i went in i had my motorcycle wreck i had a couple yeah. of broken ribs and some other I remember stuff that. and yeah. they said said hey you know how do you feel about an opioid and i said oh hell no 
No. Good. Right. No, good I, choice. Give me the Tylenol 3, man. I'm good to go. Matt, I'm not where can people find you at, man? At Matt and Traffic. And we have conversation over there. And as, as we get into the holidays, guys, just take care of each other. Look out for your loved ones and be safe on the roads. Right? That's Matt Bear, the Traffic Beast. Thank you. We'll be right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.